Welcome to the Athlete Insights Podcast, hosted by Yash Pad Day, a podcast focused on letting athletes tell their journeys in their sport. This podcast is presented by Boxed Water. Boxed Water is better. Welcome into another episode of the Athlete Insights Podcast, presented by Boxed Water. Boxed Water is better. Uh, today, I've got my guest, Avery Kleinhans, um, from the Texas Women's University <laughs> basketball team. Um, she hails from, from Texas. She went to Northern Colorado. She, she's now transferred, um, to the, uh, Texas women's, uh, Texas women's university, uh, women's basketball team. And so Avery, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me and, uh, and, uh, taking your time out and, and, you know, joining me on this, on this podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, no worries. No worries. And so, uh, Avery, just to kind of roll off, I, I pulled off some statistics about you and kind of uh, did some research on you. I know being at UNC and being so uh, watching you up close there, um, I, uh, I I I was able to watch your game and kind of really uh, understand how how you are as a player. And so, um, but just some statistics here: you averaged twenty five uh, minutes per game last season at four four boards, averaged three assists, and around eight and a half points per game. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, you had about 43 steals on the season overall. So you had a pretty good, uh, pretty good season uh, defensively. That's, uh, that's phenomenal uh, with some of your, your stats, but uh, you know, before you got to where you are today, you had to start, we all start off somewhere. I always say that. And so kind of talk about your um, early, early experiences in basketball. What, what drew you to the sport um, and how you, how you ended up um, what, like what's your earliest memory playing, playing basketball overall? Okay. I'd say my earliest memory is little dribblers. So I think that's like first and second grade, maybe younger. Mm-hmm. So that's when it started. And then, so I continued to play into middle school and then, you know, high school now, but middle school, my mom was my coach. So she's my basketball coach. So that really, like, I think helped me, like, develop because she didn't want me to, like, not care. So I started to care and started to realize that, you know, if I wanted to, I could go to college for it one day. So Yeah. yeah. And kind of what – so you said basketball is kind of your, your first love. Did you play any other sports? You say your mom was your coach, so you kind of – grew up into the yeah. into the basketball side of things but again did you play any other sports or any other um yes that you did growing up so you know when I was young I think a lot of children when they were young played soccer so soccer was there that was probably the first sport I played but um then you know getting into middle school I played softball and volleyball and mm-hmm. basketball so okay. but into in high school I only played volleyball yeah so volleyball and basketball obviously but yeah yeah and getting back to the basketball side of things and I know you had some success we'll talk about your high school career here in a little bit you know you had success at the volleyball stage too in in high school as well but getting back to basketball here um when it comes to playing youth basketball as an at the early age did you have any challenges or any kind of obstacles that you had to overcome or any um issues that you had to face and kind of how did you overcome that um, I think, um, I had, I probably had a lot, 
Okay. Um, I I'll just go. I'll do. I'll say like. I guess because I was a little shorter and a little on the chunkier side, so I wasn't <laughs> the fastest. So I think that's always something that's been in my mind. But mm-hmm. when I was younger, you know, that really affects a child. You know, you see all these other girls that can. Not saying I couldn't get down the court, but I was balling mm-hmm. when I was little. So despite whatever, you know, obstacles I faced. So. So oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, the as a youth youth player, as a young player, I mean, I I can attest to is a lot of stuff that you're learning and kind of growing. Uh, and and you 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 grow into that, and you you uh you learn to kind of uh, overcome that, like you have, and um and it's it's great to see kind of where you, where you are now, and kind of how uh, especially like you know watching you last season, um how dominant you were on the on the defensive side of the ball last year too was was great to see. Um, but kind of moving in from your your youth career into kind of high school. Um, talk about your high school experience. You played at uh, Nakona High School out there in Texas. Um, talk about your high school experience and um, how that that shaped you overall. Um, I think so. Going into high school, mm-hmm. I had like a lot of like cousins and family playing above me, uh-huh. so it really helped shape me into the player I am because. I got to cherish and, you know, have fun with them. Okay. And not in a lot of schools or even high school, you get to play with like a first cousin or like your brother or sister, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I really like, that really like helped me overcome like the mental barriers because I had someone that was always going to have my back because that's family. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I, my freshman year, I had a different coach okay. than my sophomore, junior, and senior year. Yeah. So it really was a change to adapt and have a open mindset because we thought we were going to have my coach my freshman year forever. So, mm-hmm. you know, that change is always different. But we ended up, you know, if you saw the stats, you know, we won a lot of games the yeah. rest of the year. So it was a really good change. And you were, I mean, you were dominant in high school. Looking at the stats here, I mean, you hold you hold the school record of three thousand two hundred four points. You average about twenty five points a game in high school. Um, you led your team to back to back district titles and two trips to the regional quarterfinals um, overall. And you also hold the single game scoring record for your high school. 46 points in a single game and so again you 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 dominated in high school which probably my I'm, my assumption is led to a lot of schools calling you up and uh recruiting you to come to their their institution so talk about your recruiting process through hype from high school into the college level okay so i think i got my seventh grade was when I got like my first phone call and it wasn't like an offer or anything. It was just, you know, like we're going to be watching you throughout your career. Yeah. So that was really cool as a seventh grader to get that. And that's kind of when it became like surreal to me. Uh-huh. And then, so I think my sophomore summer is when I really on the AAU circuit was when I really started like getting like people following me on Twitter and Instagram and getting text messages or like, I don't know my coach telling me, you know, what yeah. he saw or what he thought. So mm-hmm. that, and then come junior, 
junior summer, that's when I committed and, you know, committed to the squad I was going to and then came to UNC. So, okay. So it started, it started at an early age to so the seventh grade um, onward. And again, it only um, proves I, 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 the stats show for how, you know, um, versatile and do- dominant you were at the high school level. Um, it proves uh, from, from middle school on, you were getting all these offers proofs to your, you know, props to you, um, for, you know, your, your work and your hard work and your at work ethic and all that. Um, I got to see that up front last year, um, while you were here. Um, um, so props to you on that. And so then you come to, to UNC kind of transitioning into your college career. Um, now you come to UNC What's the biggest difference? And I asked this to some of our football guys that I interviewed previously. Uh, mm-hmm. But what's the biggest difference that you've seen from the high school game into the college game uh, now that you've been in, in, in the college game for a while? Um, I'd say the biggest difference is like the speed and the pace you have to play at. Yep. Like it's so much quicker and everyone's taller, bigger. Like everyone's, you're probably, there's probably someone bigger than you on the court. If mm-hmm. not, so yeah. I, that's the yeah. biggest thing. And then having to like, I guess have all the like learn all these plays out of your out of your playbook because mm-hmm. in high school you only run like what like three inbounds plays and like maybe like a high low like something easy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. then transitioning to college, you really gotta like focus on memorizing those plays so that you don't mess up. So for sure, for sure, and. Even your college uh, career at, at UNC, can you share a memorable moment or a memorable time that you had basketball-wise at UNC uh, in the last year? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say this is, like, memorable, like, because I did it, but one of my teammates, uh, Hannah Simmental, she scored her, like, thousandth point. Okay in one of the games we played and it just was like really like awesome to watch her do that. Like I had, I've only, I haven't known her that long, known her for like two years, but like seeing her going out there and doing her thing and like not every player reaches a thousand points. So to see her do that was like really cool. So that's, yeah. For sure. For sure. And I think I was there at that, at that, uh, I was watching that as well. So that, yeah, that was very surreal to see. Uh, a thousand points is not easy uh, no. to achieve at the college level. And so yeah. um, that is that that is a surreal moment um, right there to see. I, I do agree with you on, on that one. And so now and can you you you've I've mentioned earlier, you transferred to Texas uh, Women's University. Um, how was that in the transfer portal and how was that process different than your recruiting process in high school? Can you talk about that a little bit and the differences? Yeah. There? So I think the main difference was, you know, high school, a lot of the colleges are just like basing you off of like AAU and like your high school performance, like not you up against like actual college players. Yeah. So I think having those two years under my belt and then going in the transfer portal really helped because, I mean, I had probably like. 15 more than what I did and uh it was just cool to see because mm-hmm. I was like I think one was like Cal Poly and I was like obviously no because I want to go closer to home but like yeah, that's yeah. a 
pretty big school. Yeah. And so it was just cool to see that they believed that I could play at their level with them. So for sure, I think it opens up a whole new door and you just got to like stay focused and know what you want, because there's a lot of schools that call you and you just, you know, for sure, for sure. And again, you mentioned the difference between you're playing against high school players versus playing against grown women um, at the, at the college, uh, at the college stage. So what, and when you look at the Texas women's university, TWS women's basketball team, what, uh, how do you, how do you feel you mesh well with them and kind of what drew you to T? I mean, outside of being closer to home, what kind of skills and qualities about your game kind of drew you to say TWU is where, where I want to be? Um, so actually they were one of the schools that recruited me out of high school. And that was my second option. If my first one didn't work out. Um, so I'd always loved that campus and yeah. uh, the coach. I really mm-hmm. loved the coach. Yeah. And then just recently I was working like team camps with mm-hmm. them and, I just love my new teammates and like, that's very hard to find in mm-hmm. women's sports. I don't know because women don't mesh well sometimes and that's fine. Yeah. But um, so I'm very grateful for that. And uh, playing style wise, I know they're losing like two or three seniors. So I feel like I could probably just, I have a lot of energy. I yeah. love to like pump people up. I can, I don't know. I'll do whatever the coach needs me to do. And that's about it for sure. Uh, and again, pumping, getting people hyped up, getting people excited. Um, you know, and I, I saw you on the bench last year, do that as well. And so <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I can see that you, you do, you, you bring a lot of energy and that's good. I mean, that's good. You need a lot of energy. Uh, I need to bring a lot of uh, energy to the team. Um, and when you're on the floor, you need a lot of energy, pump up, uh, pump up players and pump up teammates. Um, to go score and go do kind of what Hannah did, you know, right. a thousand points, you know, doing, doing all the, doing all the cr- uh, crazy, amazing things um, um, that, uh, that that you can provide. And so um, that's great to hear um, on that one. And let's, let's kind of transition now into kind of your future. We talked about your past. We talked about your present now to where you're at. Um, let's kind of transition into your, your future Talk about some of your your personal goals that you have or any um, aspirations that you have um, for this next season and beyond potentially what what what's your personal what's your goals uh, basketball wise um, overall um so I haven't set my goals yet but I always have so I'll go off of like last year because yeah. I think my goals stay like consistent mm-hmm. with the team. So I'll probably just try to like fill into my role on the team. I think that's a big thing that a lot of girls don't understand is that everyone has a role and Mm -hmm. we don't need people doing things that other people are better at. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think one of my goals will be, this is probably meant like uh, LSE champions. Like I want to ring. Yeah. So that's, that's a big goal and that's achievable because they won it last year. So, yeah, um, I think a personal goal is just, I like, I like to take charges. So okay. like, I like to 
like count I don't count them but I like to have like a certain goal that I have for the season I don't know I like to yeah I like to put it on the line for my team like smart I'm learning yeah yeah but yeah and then I guess so last year they didn't make their big tournament so that's another goal I think because I think that's a big deal so that's a those are three achievable as you mentioned there three very achievable goals um, yeah this season and I'm big on what is known as smart goals right I don't know if you've right specific, specific measurable achievable all that stuff um and being able to set goals that you can actually achieve and attain and so you've done a good job of that there um and kind of talking about you're you're in college now you're you're playing college ball now my f- assumption is uh Avery you want to go play professional um basketball somewhere after is that a fair assumption to to make or not I used to want to like go play overseas okay I don't know okay it'll be something to think of when the time comes you know I mean I still have three more years yeah so yeah. I still got time because I was gonna ask you there if I, I asked our our previous guests um if they were to go pro if you look at say they I, I previously I, I interviewed some football guys so I talked about the NFL if you were to look at the WNBA kind of what team would you say best fits your your playing style I was gonna throw, throw I don't know that this team best fits my playing style but probably Dallas Wings because it's Wings. right up in Dallas <laughs> okay right close to home keeping it keeping yeah, it close, right to, close home, to home huh? yeah 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 that's uh that's uh good to good to see there and you know I'm I'm big on I'm big on family it's good to see your your you and I kind of share that um as well yeah, big, on, big sure. on family being close to family um and, and and supporting family so that's that's great to see uh overall hey folks if you haven't heard i've partnered with boxed water boxed water is better because it's made from 92 percent renewable material it also comes in a variety of flavors such as grapefruit cucumber lemon and their newest summer flavor watermelon so head on over to boxedwaterisbetter.com and grab some boxed water for yourself today now Let's get back to the episode. Kind of before we we head into the rapid fire uh, questions in that segment and, and forward, kind of take some time to talk about uh, apart from from basketball. I know basketball has been your primary interest, and you've been uh, balling out and been dominant so for so many years um, within basketball. But apart from basketball, what's kind of what are some of your interests? Some of your other hobbies? Um, some stuff that you like to do outside of outside of basketball. Um, I still like to play volleyball every now and then. So okay. if someone's around, like beach volleyball, that. Um, I really like to swim, too. I like grow up. I'll go out to my grandma's house and swim laps in the pool and then just lay out in the sun. I like to like lay out too, get my vitamin. So I love when I watch the Summer Olympics, beach volleyball is probably my favorite event to watch, to be honest. And it's so hard. Like, yeah, that is really hard. So. <laughs> props to oh, them yeah. yeah uh so no swimming's swimming's great too i used to i used to swim uh quite a bit as well so uh swimming swimming's a great and it's great in terms of you know maintaining um consistency maintaining right. um you know uh cardio great great for yeah. cardio because 
I was running down our court at UNC <laughs> after a couple of, couple of uh, up and up downs on that basketball court at Bank of Colorado Arena. So, uh, you know, swimming really helps build that cardio and that endurance up as well. So that's great. Two great hobbies that that help you that transition well into kind of your, you as a basketball player overall. Um, so let's kind of transition now into a, a rapid fire segment again. Uh, Avery, this is more of just kind of whatever comes off the top of your head. I got a list of 10 questions, some rapid fire okay. to ask, whatever comes off the top of your head, okay. uh, uh, you can answer here. So favorite uh, basketball player of all time? Oh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Okay. You have any pregame uh, rituals or, or superstitions or anything like that that you do? Uh, I just listen to music and then I pray. So oh, okay, what uh, what type of music? Um, it depends. So I like transition my music, so it'll go from okay. like hip hop or something to like my God music, where I can get my mind right, and then back to hip hop to pump me up. So okay, okay. <laughs> so you're big. You're big on hip hop. Yeah, I really. Yeah, okay. I, I am. Any specific artists, hip hop artists that you like, or I recently I've been on like. A gonna trend. I don't okay. know. He came out with a new album, so I really it was really good. So okay, okay. Um, favorite basketball drill that you like to do in practice? Ooh, dang, that's tough. Uh, five on zero transition. Okay, for sure. Why is that? Because it's the hardest one. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, uh, hard drills only make you tougher, right? So that's right. That is right. Uh, so toughest, toughest opponent you faced in college so far. Um, like person or like team team opponent. Okay. Let's go team. I'll say we played Kansas state. That was pretty, they're a lot bigger and physical. So that was cool though. Yeah. And they, you know, power again, a power five yeah. roster, uh, a lot more physical there. That makes sense. Um, in, in that sense, favorite basketball movie. Favorite basketball movie. Uh-huh. I like loving basketball. Okay. Favorite shot in basketball. So you like the jump shot layup. What do you, what do you prefer? Probably the pull up jumper. Pull I got better at okay. that. I like it. Okay. Okay um and uh kind of uh what's your favorite food i love any kind of seafood i love seafood oh, i'm i'm big sea i'm big on salmon and and mm, yeah uh, yeah i love it so it's great um and then best piece of advice that you've you've received could be anything, um it's... and anything let's see probably my grandma She's always just like, don't take things for granted and don't, you know, don't give it, don't not give it your all. So don't shortcut yourself. So. Sure. That's great advice. Any, not just in basketball, but in life overall, you know, you gotta, if you don't, if you, you know, do everything the right way, everything will fall into peace. I'm, I'm a big believer. So I agree. That's, that's, that's a good piece of advice. And so we kind of ended that segment here talking about the best piece of advice that you've received. Um, but 
the biggest reason, the biggest inspiration for starting this podcast was kind of um, to send it out to the younger generation and like get my guests to kind of give advice about their experiences um, and their career to the younger generation coming up. So if you mm-hmm. were talking to some young girls who are wanting to get to your level, play at the division one level, college basketball, what kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would probably tell them just to don't aim low. You know, a lot of people or like maybe their parents don't think that it's achievable, but their parents aren't them. So they'll never know if they don't find out, if they don't try to find out. So I think that's really important. And I mean, I was a little girl. I didn't have like someone that was in college to look up to that was playing college sports. So I wanted to like pave that way for them. So I just say like, I'm like living proof that small town, you can do whatever you want. So, yeah. And go and play and be very successful as you have at the, at the division one level. So that's, that's great. And that's great advice, right? Like you, I love how you mentioned, like, that's not, you're not your parents, you're your own person. You can kind of develop into who you want to be. That's great advice that, that, uh, that you provided. So thank you for that, Avery. Uh, So, but that's, that's all the time we have for this episode of the athlete insights podcast. You can follow Avery on Twitter and Instagram. I'll have your Twitter and Instagram handles um, down below. So you can follow her there. You can follow our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere you find podcasts you can listen to or watch um, this as well. So again, I want to thank Avery for joining me today and taking the time. I know you you probably, uh, you said You've been chilling out for the summer, but I know you've, you're busy preparing for next season um, down there in Denton. So I uh, appreciate you taking the time. Uh, to. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Thank you um, for coming on once again, and we'll see you next time.